What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? No Bongiorno again I today. I almost said howdy doody. Wow. But caught that myself at the very... last second because that would have been, what's what's it called? A bridge too far. Yeah. That would have been just one, <laughs> one too many. <laughs> so how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. You know, we're here. We're about to talk about some video games. So, we you are. know, it's, it's going to be a great time. We were talking before this about how I just finished Midnight Mass on Netflix. Yes. And would recommend to really kind of everyone. It's mildly scary, but not like jump scares. So, a, I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the jump scares, except for if I'm in a very specific mood, yeah. and that's not my mood right now. So, <laughs> so now you need midnight mass. Yeah, go watch it. Nice short series, only seven episodes, but they are a full hour each. Oh. So be prepared to sit there for a while. Alrighty then. Well, while you guys are preparing yourselves to watch Midnight Mass, well, strap in for a little bit of video game talk here on Team Chat Podcast. New episodes come out on 9 a.m. Central Time on Tuesdays. Sorry, I should clarify that a little bit better. Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also join our Discord server where we have a lot of great conversations about gaming and non-gaming-related topics when we're not here recording the show. And finally... If you'd like to help make the show bigger and better, just like Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Future Rascal, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done, you can go over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before its general Tuesday release, access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery, as well as a lot of extra goodies and pit tidbits of goodness along the way. No, I hate that, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a I, while I know, since you said tidbits of goodness. And it's like I started goodness. and then I can never oh, figure out how to get out of it in a board, so you I You know, apologize. the thing that I think of more than anything else, whenever you say the exact phrase tidbits of goodness, yeah. I think of gushers. Mm. The children's snack slash Those are candy. tidbits of goodness. God, man, we should... We should do gushers. one of those uh, one of those episodes where we buy every type of gushers yeah. and like taste test them and like rank them. That sounds like a perfect extra life reward perk. It does eating every gusher and ranking them. Well, if you're we'll interested to, to know write our that thoughts down. on every gusher <laughs> flavor, I don't even know how many flavors they have. Five or six, maybe. Well, there's a bunch of colors in the bags, but I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, we'll have to do some we'll gushers to do some research. research. And come back and circle back around. On Alternatives this. to that are every type of Milano cookie. That's Ooh. yeah, I like cookies. I like that or too. Like, many, many people have done every flavor of Oreo. Yeah, which it's been done. So many of them don't sound good. So I know there are some ones out there that I'm like, mm, pass. Mm, Just no, give me the you. normal black and white cookie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't think that they've yet made a licorice Oreo. See, and that sounds disgusting. Yeah, so thank I don't God, want a part right? Of it. So don't get any ideas, Nabisco. They don't made at it. one point. It was like a special one of their special limited time flavors. That was like, it tasted like Fruity Pebbles cereal. Ew. No, Mogan. That's because you like Fruity Pebbles. I do. Disgusting you know how good they were? Both Tasting it like an Oreo that tasted like them? Sick. Oh, so You're, good. You need help. No, I don't delicious. know what kind of help you need, but somebody needs to help you. No, no, no. They're, they're too good. Gross. Anyways. But 
If you can't support us over on Patreon, that's no big deal at all. We totally understand. There are a lot of other great ways that you can help make the show bigger and better as well, such as telling your friends, listening and subscribing on wherever you listen to or watch the, the episodes so that you can hear great banter like that about our favorite flavors of Oreos. <laughs> so, <laughs> But anyway, a big thank you to each and every one of our listeners, viewers, and patrons alike. We love and heart you all. Heart emojis. Heart emoji. Right there. Kisses. XOXO. Our hearts beat for you. Ba-boom, Or in Japanese, doki-doki. Oh. Or if you're a guy, dokun dokun. Ah. Because you have a bigger, fatter heart, I guess. I, I guess. don't know what the gist behind that is. ripe with cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound it makes when you have very high blood pressure. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. But before we get into the main topic of the day, let's get a little bit of news and what's coming out soon. And you know, lots of stuff is obviously still coming out. Still. And they packed everything into fall, so just a crap ton of stuff is coming out. Uh, most importantly, this is one of the ones that I personally am the most excited about, the Alan Wake Remaster. Mm, yep. Alan Wake Remastered is now out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Hell Let Loose is out for PS5, Xbox Series X, and S. Jet with two Ts, colon, The Far Shore, is out for PS5 and PS4. Lego Marvel Superheroes is out exclusively for the Switch on October 5th. A game that I know many people are excited about. I personally will not be playing it, but I understand the appeal. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl uh, is out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Oh, man. I used to be major into Super Monkey Ball, so I'm actually pretty excited about this one. I don't think I'll be getting it anytime soon, mm -hmm. but it's the kind of game where probably like Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah. I'll pick it up a few years from well, now. Once and it'll it be hits awesome. the discount bin. Yeah, exactly. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania is out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Art of Rally, which I assume is possibly a racing game. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a racing game. PS5 and PS4 on October 6th. On October 7th, a game I completely forgot was coming out, but you'll be excited about. October 7th. Far Cry 6. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it's already yeah, here. I know. I want to play that one really bad, but I also bought a lot of games recently, yeah. so I'm going to have to wait. Far Cry a 6 bit. for Maybe PS. that'll be a Black Friday purchase. You know, yeah. surely it'll get it'll get a little discount yeah, for the old Black Friday. For, for sure. But I, I do really want to play it. Yeah. So Far Cry 6, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, PC, oh, and... Look at that. And Mac. No kidding. Mac is launch getting Launch day Far Cry launch 6. Launch day Mac well, Far Cry down. 6. That's incredible. That is incredible. <laughs> That's actually wow. kind of shocking. I am surprised. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on October 8th. The only game that I've cared about this entire year with my whole entire heart and soul and mind, Metroid Dread, Dread. is coming out for Switch exclusively on October 8th. Eighth, I can't believe it is mere days away. That is a day one purchase. Wait, it's October eighth. October eighth. No kidding. That's days from now, bro. I thought it was like end of the month. Nope. Oh, October eighth. Damn it. Yeah. I thought I had a little more time, and I was I yeah. wanted to play that one too. Well, we so son of a bitch. I, I want to be able to like obviously finish it yeah. and do a full review. So right. you take your time, okay. and we okay. will circle okay. back to it when you are also done with it. Plus, we don't know how stuck I might potentially get, and then I have to go home at Christmas and have Bro Mogan beat a boss for me, which yep. has happened before. So that could that could happen again. Uh, anyways, Tetris Effect Connected is also up for the Switch on October 8th, and that is everything coming out this week. 
Very We're not nice. going to get into next week because there's too many games. So that's as much as I'm <laughs> going to say. Got to draw the line yeah, somewhere. Got to draw the line somewhere. So uh, Alan Wake Remastered and Metroid Dread, both games that are highly anticipated for me. Obviously, Metroid Dread by a mile and a half is yep. way out in front, but that does not um, hinder my love for or my desire to play Alan Wake. Mostly because it's spook season, and I right. feel like Alan Wake is Alan the Wake perfect. fits into that. Yeah, perfectly. it feels like it's going to yeah. hit that niche perfectly, so yep. I'm excited about that. I need to decide what I want to play. I need to just buckle down and make a decision. Well, so I'm a little bit torn because on the one hand, yes, I definitely want to do Alan Wake, but also I'm making it further and further into Black Book. Oh, that, see, and I feel yeah. like that one could count. Oh, it does. Okay. Oh, for sure. Okay. You are literally a witch, and you're hunting down demons and oh. or conscripting them into your army of demons okay there's a lot there's a lot happening in that game <laughs> did you see the picture of proshka yes the cat, the cat <laughs> demon god he's terrifying <laughs> it's funny because after you defeat him he becomes an ordinary black cat but he is still a de- he's kind of like salem okay from yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. britney spears no hocus pocus no no oh sorry salem that takes place in salem uh sabrina the teenage sabrina witch sabrina the teenage witch i don't know why i could only think of the absolute <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> well, I mean, I went completely off base too, and I was confident as hell that my answer was correct. But that was a really good guess because there is a black there cat. There is a black cat yeah. in Hocus Pocus. Actually, That's what I was he's probably of. more akin to that cat even. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Proshka just becomes an adorable black cat that is technically a demon, but he's also your house cat. Yep. So it's like, well... Is he going to catch the bird that got into the hut or not? If he's not going to earn his keep, he can't stay. <laughs> he's got to go. So it's really funny. Anyways, Black Book is excellent and you should play it. Very nice. Yeah, the one that I'm kind of... I know we've talked about off episode that I, like, I've talked about wanting to play uh, like Outlast. Not Outlast, sorry. But Outlast is um, very scary, Jared. I don't know about that one. Man of Medan. I don't know yes. why I went to Outlast. But, well, because I have Outlast and I've started it before, stopped, and I've contemplated going back, but I also know it's very scary. It seems I also scary. have Resident Evil 7. Ooh. I remembered. Is that the one with the big mommy milkers or was that eight? <laughs> Never mind. That was eight. That was, it was eight. Village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, village. Well, you can Although up, I wish I was playing that one. Playing and go that to one. Big no, big but mommy I'll go to. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil, Big Mom Milkers. <laughs> they really should have just named it that. I know, like they, like they fully embraced the internet getting very horny for you know. I mean, they it was unavoidable. Big, what, you, what what do you call it? Big Mommy Big Milkers. Mommy milkers. Yeah. So you either had to jump on the train or get run over. And by they it. jumped there was, on. Yeah, there was no. So other I'm kind of surprised that. Yeah, I agree. That, yeah. Why didn't they Anyways. just like add that as like the alternative title? When I eventually get hired by their marketing team, I you will. You can have the in final the say. Release remaster. Yes. It'll be called Resident Evil colon Big Mommy Milkers. Yeah. Good to know. I'm can't wait for that to hit store yeah. shelves. Yeah, you can proactively thank me now. <laughs> <laughs> But, ladies and gentlemen, we have brought to you today a topic that is a throwback to a a format long gone on this show, God, because it has been forever since we've done so one. Long. But we're going back to a list. Oh, my God. Isn't that exciting? I'm so excited. I am, too. It feels like it has been... It's been months. Yeah, we've since gone we've like on a consistent these. string of either news or we've straight been up doing reviews. Too many reviews. I know. I've been playing we've too been, many we've games. Been playing too many games. What sucks Gotta is that back. I've already got at least two more that I'm like I could talk about these right Same. now. Same. I, I have one to. that I've got. I've got a review in the can, ready yeah, to go at just any time. Ready to go. But we want a little break from that, so we're going back to doing a list. Which today is actually I looked because I was pretty sure we maybe had done something similar enough, and it's close enough. I'm going to call it the same. We did this episode almost 100 episodes ago, episode 159. 
we did best character design or favorite oh. character design. And we are, Who did we choose? I know there was a dragon in the thumbnail. I should have gone back to listen to the whole thing, but who has time for that? <laughs> Let's ask uh, my, uh, Michael Boyd or Cody. I believe they've gone back and listened to a lot of our True. old episodes. Maybe They'll they remember. Know. But I, from the thumbnail art, there was one of the dragons from Breath of the Wild. Like oh, the big ones. I'm pretty sure that yeah, had to be yeah, one of well, your that was, that was me. And then uh, I and there was also Aiden Pierce from Watch Dogs, guy with like the big trench, oh, leather yeah, trench coat, yeah. baseball cap, stuff like that. I don't remember who nice. our other picks were, but yes, we're here again to list some of our favorite examples of character design and or outfits. Like we're kind of like it was more. We went into this a little bit more with that being the initial draw of it being more the outfits, but then it kind of like evolved for both of us, and we just kind of went. It's hard to talk about one without the other. Yeah. So we're it's kind of an expansion hands. on that. So volume two. Of our favorite video game character design. All right, so. you want you want I should kick us off? Yeah, I, uh, wait, you're saying you want me to kick us off? Or no, you I'm want saying to, you oh, want I yeah, should yeah, kick yeah. us go, off. Go ahead, kick us off. All right, so the character that I want to talk about first comes from a game that I have not gotten to shoehorn into enough episodes, largely because we haven't been doing lists as much anymore, right. but it is such a listable game that we really need to do more of these because I feel like I could definitely talk about it a lot. I want to circle back to indivisible so oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so indivisible is that game uh where you play as ajna Mm -hmm. a young girl and it's loosely based on i think the south asia pacific region uh kind of like indonesia sort of culture influences a lot of the character art and design but it goes all over the place because there's a lot of traveling in the game so it kind of starts in about that approximate aesthetic region and then it slowly transitions into other um you know just sort of cultural geographies that you would associate with certain types of clothing. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, the character that I want to talk about is one of the people that Ajna absorbs into herself to become one of the indivisible. So this is a person that she can bring out in battle with her that helps her out through the entire game and also acts as a motherly figure to her because Ajna grew up without her mother She perished either in childbirth or very shortly thereafter. So this is kind of a new thing for Ajna. And it's Tharani. Okay. So this is Tharani. Now, I know what you're thinking the exact second you see her. Yes. Big mommy milkers. (laughs) (laughs) I I understand. To put it it lightly, I get it. So actually, this is something that ties into our Star Wars visions very nicely. Okay. Because Studio Trigger did a lot of the they did the opening animation and i think a couple of other animations in the actual game but obviously their art style then heavily influenced all of the character designs Mm -hmm. so ajna especially and one of her uh kind of alternate outfits i'll call it to possibly avoid some spoilers one of her alternate outfits that are just straight out of studio triggers playbook Therani kind of is too in a different sense she has um a lot of assets we'll say and she has a <laughs> an outfit that tends to accentuate those outfits normally i would not be the kind of person to go oh this is a killer outfit yeah but for Therani it is specifically because the other feature you may not have noticed on account of her impressive up bosom mm-hmm. is her hair no, actually I will say yeah I saw that first so she has an extremely voluminous and very long kind of segmented ponytail I'll say yeah what's fun about this is that it ties into her abilities so Therani is kind of like 
I'll call her a demigod. That's not technically what she is, but that's the shortest version that I can say without having to go into the whole story. She's kind of like a demigod, and she's got all these special powers that go along with that. In her case, she has control over water, and she uses it to heal. So notice that her hair, the way that it's done, actually forms like a chain of water droplets. Yep, I see that. And then she uses it in battle to like sling water all over the place, both as a weapon and as a healing item. So I love that her entire design leans heavily into that water realm. She's got a really pretty blue and gold outfit on. She's got beautiful gold gold jewelry, blue high heels, because you got to have high heels when you're fighting baddies and whatnot. And then she's got this gigantic super dark purple hair that is in this beautiful design that just evokes water. I think it works really well for her and I have always loved her design from the exact second she arrived on screen for some reasons that are obvious and for other reasons <laughs> that you <laughs> that you kind of have to be like, oh my god they did a really good job with her design. Right. I don't know if you noticed but also in the age segment of this uh, wiki page that I'm looking at, age, several thousand years old. <laughs> she doesn't look it. She looks like a woman in her absolute prime, yep. perhaps mid-30s, and absolutely rocking it. So, Therani. She is an A++ character design. Let's see if I can find a couple of other images that kind of make her... Uh, that. Oh, man, I can kind of... This one's really bad, but you can kind of see it up at the top. It's like a little character sheet for her. Okay. It gives you just a little bit better of a, of a look at what her outfit is like. Nice. It's beautiful. Can't get enough of it. Therani's a 10 out of 10 in the game, full of 10 out of 10s. So she's up against some hot competition. Very nice. Speaking of 10 out of 10s and like a, a you know, a wide cast of a game. The uh, first game that, and this one really is like more on focusing on the, the entire cast of characters. But since I've been playing through it a lot more, I wanted to focus on the characters of Hades. Man, okay. Because we haven't talked about that game enough. On the one hand, I am <laughs> I am kicking myself now that I didn't think about it, but I also haven't played the game. I've only heavily consumed its Twitter feed because <laughs> everyone in there is like game following is along so and thirsting for the hot. next picture. So you go on ahead and take it away then. All right. I would love to hear about this. So Hades, and for those of you who don't know, is a roguelike game where you're basically trying to escape from the underworld as Hades' son Zagreus. Oh god. And so you basically, along the way, meet an entire cast of characters, uh, Olympian gods, fellow uh, dwellers of the underworld. Fellow Hellions, if you will. Perfect example. And, you know, and all this stuff. But what's so great about the, the character design, which, side note... Supergiant Games does a fantastic character design for all of their games. They like, look aesthetic. at Pyre, especially. Uh, Bastion is a great one, too. I mean, all their games. This is only their fourth game, so but, like, all of them have fantastic character design. It's just their specific artistic style is always so... Whoever is behind the pens and pencils and digital programs that they use to make their characters, they know exactly how to make 2D characters look incredible. They make them pleasing. Pop. Yeah. Not even just in a way of like, oh, that's an attractive character. Well, that's not even what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I just meant just like the art style, the, the coloring. So the, yeah. And this one, like Bastion and Transistor, I feel like had a a more well, no, I was gonna I'll take it back. Pyre did too. I was gonna I guess that all of them do have a, <laughs> yeah, just all their games do have a very uh, you know, have an anime feel to them. Uh, you know, Bastion and Transistor, I feel like Take that more. I know it's his. His yeah, face is, is like cut off a little bit in the video, but you can see him up Just there. Just judge by his shoes, people. And <laughs> but like it takes a more of a cartoonish look, I would say. Whereas uh, 
Hades, more copies of the art style, I would say, of like the Castlevania Netflix series, Blood of Zeus, and those, yeah, yeah. those studio works. But each, why I think these characters stand out as like fantastic character design is because all of their costumes and their outlooks match the characteristic. Like, for example, Zeus, you know, is very, has like a lightning bolt crown. I've got patience already. I'll I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so like here's Zeus, like big, mighty, God. powerful, kind of has the a beard. What's, what's, um. Cumulus clouds. Yes, but oh. also like what's uh, King Triton in Little Mermaid? Oh yes, like King big, Triton. Triton, yes. yeah, has like the big flowing white beard and all that stuff, holding a big lightning rod yeah, and everything, sure thunderbolt. Uh, and so there's that. Then uh, one of my favorites is pers- it, like is also Ares, God of War. So he's wearing this really sick suit of armor, has like this white stripe yeah. across his face, oh, God. sword sheath, so- dual sh- sword sheath behind his back. Another but that's one the that's other thing. So hot. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, you want to talk about hot? Let's talk about. I mean, all of the, the characters are, but let's let's uh, let's look at uh, old Aphrodite here. I know she's you know? so beautiful. Her, obviously, the two that everybody talks about, her and Dionysus. Dionysus is God, good. they're both so. Where's Dionysus? Both excellent. Here's Dionysus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Covered in a wreath yeah. of grapes, beautiful. ready to be <laughs> hand fed at a moment's notice. At a moment's notice. But that's what I just really have loved about it is obviously each Greek, each of these Greek gods have their own role that they fulfill in the pantheon of gods. But it's very fun in how it's even a new take, I feel like, in, in some of the character design for these Olympic Olympian gods. So it's been, I think, each one, a new one will pop up and new characters are still popping up. And I'm just like, oh, hello to all of them. Oh, my. Because, you know, Betsy. it's all... It, and, like, those are the Olympian gods. Some of my favorite underworld characters. Uh, I mean, Nyx is really good. Look how, like... Yes, mythical Nyx is and so beautiful. Ma- magical she looks. She looks like the stars and sky themselves. Yes. God, yes. what a what an awesome lady. It's a great one. Thanatos, he's really cute. Yeah. I like uh, I mean Hades himself, he's big, yeah. huge and imposing. Like he just I looks I love his mustache. Yeah, and how like he long has, the tendrils of it. He has the most <laughs> epic mustache possibly in video games. Yeah. Dad, can you think of anyone else with a more imposing mustache? Because Mario has in video games, yeah, mm, like Mario and Luigi, mustaches. they've got mustaches. Waluigi's got like a mustache. I feel like something, but that's not—it's not the same as imposing. No, that's imposing. If you as want hell. an intimidating, imposing mustache, you go to Hades himself from Hades the Game. But I feel like as we talk about it, there is like a video game where that's like a, a character's weapon, and I'm blanking. I could be oh, completely God. wrong, but maybe I'm blanking. That sounds awesome. Like it feels like it's something out of like would be oh, Saints Row or something. It's like gotta that. be. But uh, like, I also really love the Furies. Like uh, Margera, she's awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, Ooh, I haven't seen Who's her before. One? Who's that? Chaos. Wow. Ooh, that one's cool. Oh, wait, he or she. But so or colorful. Her. Yeah. Ah, so cool. But that's what I just mean. All the the colors are so bright and cheerful, which you think Hades, you're thinking Underworld, you're, you know, you're thinking maybe dark and gloomy, but everything about this game, just the colors it's so from the vibrant. settings, it's very it's vibrant. Very That's a great bold, word to say. Very it. vibrant. Yeah. So, I mean, just meeting all the various characters of Hades has Saturated. Been, That's yes, the word yes. I'm looking Every for. Every color is very deep Every, and bright yes, and rich. They are their maximum amount. Like, you take a purple and crank it up to max purple, that's the colors oh, yeah. that are in Hades. It's, it's a beautifully done it's game. Stunning. And so all of the gods 
and characters that you meet along the way are fantastic to look yeah. at. So I just had to bring up the cast of Hades. I mean, I'm glad you did because it's a game I did not think of and w what a crime it would have been if we hadn't talked about Hades on this episode. So the next one I want to talk about is a big old throwback to a character that we've really never gotten to a to discuss mm -hmm. and to a game series that we've actually probably never talked about on this show. Oh, possibly. That's exciting. I've don't quote me on that. It might be in okay. some of our really old episodes. I mean, possibly to be fair, we did this even, one a hundred episodes ago. Yeah, God, possibly <laughs> even this one because it's possible that I may have talked about Talon. I'm not sure, but it's from Soul Calibur. I don't think you did. And if you did, Maybe that was 100 not. episodes ago, God, so who and cares? We <laughs> never talk about Soul Calibur. We haven't really. We talk about Tekken a fair amount because I love Tekken, mm -hmm. at least in passing. We never talk about Soul Calibur. I don't think we really have at all. Which is uh, not okay because I've played a ton of Soul Calibur. Not recently. I have not played any of the recent Soul Calibur games. I played a, a good amount of five, I think, mm -hmm. but none of six. Actually, maybe four was the one I played a good amount of. Uh, Soul Calibur's one, which I had on PS1 after they ported it because the original was for Dream... No. Okay. <laughs> the original Soul Calibur was actually two games. It was Soul Calibur for the Dreamcast and Soul Blade for the PS1. Mm. But they kind of existed within the same series. Yeah. So then when it moved on to, I think, its next iteration, Soul Calibur 2, which was for the GameCube and PS2 and Xbox, the original one, uh, that's when they fused the two together. So the cast of characters that were on the original Dreamcast game all moved over all under the Soul Calibur title. Got it. So Soul Blade and or Soul Calibur, nobody uses the term Soul Blade anymore, just me. I still have my PS1 jewel case of Soul Calibur. Nice. Excuse me, Soul Blade. What am I trying to say here? Anyways, Soul Calibur 2 specifically, I, me and Bro Mogan played the bejesus out of. That is still one of the best fighting games, or at least in my nostalgia goggles. That's one of the fighting games that I'm like, God, this game. Top tier. Made. Top tier. Yeah. Top tier fighting game. Ring outs. Every fighting game should have ring outs. Uh, so it, it's just an incredible game full of all kinds of beautifully designed characters. None more so then your boy, Ooh. Valdo. Okay, hit me with we Valdo. never get to talk about Valdo. So I'll show you his in-game uh, in model. That's the mm -hmm. word I'm looking for. His in-game model first, two versions. So this is the first version. Oh, knife hands. So really take this in. Okay. There's a lot of spikies going on A lot here. of spikies. A lot of spikies. At least his, six spikies that I can see. You can probably, you can kind of make it out here. Both his eyes and mouth, I think, are completely obscured by either a mask or bandages. He's got just a fascinating mix of latex and bandages and gold armor, and it's all in an extremely revealing and confusing packaging. And then you also have his alternate outfit, which is just as confusing, but for different reasons. So okay. here's one of his alternate outfits. His hips got thick. His, his, his hips got thick. Thick, but that's because C's. yeah, with two C's, that's because it's kind of like um, inflated pantaloons right, almost. Right. Because I think Valdo is supposed to be canonically from Italy. Could potentially be a vaudevillian vaudeville. Isn't that, isn't that like a, a like a dramatic? I don't. Is that not a word? Is it that, is. No, is vaudeville is definitely okay. a word. Isn't that what a per, the, one of the people who like wears a, the the masks and looks like the jester? 
That's a that's a Harlequin. Damn it. Vaudeville is Harley a totally Quinn, different Harley thing. Quinn, yeah, duh. yeah. Anyways, duh. good effort though. Okay, I tried to put the pieces uh, so together there for the name. Yeah, this version <laughs> of Valdo, he is definitely much more covered. Most of his outfits are much more revealing than this. But in this one, he's got a very blood red outfit on with a fleur-de-lis gold cod piece, matching fleur-de-lis gold <laughs> shin guards, and a solid gold and black mask that covers his entire face. So how's he seeing? How's he smelling? How's he eating? Not in that mask. He's not doing any of those. And then, of course, he has his iconic hand blades. It's kind of like if you took Wolverine's blades, made them way cooler, and also made it to where they're not actually attached in his hands. They're more like gloves that you kind of grip onto. Anyways, Valdo's designs are wild. And some of the more uh, interesting art of him, I think this was his design from maybe Soul Calibur 3. It's very hard to kind of take in because he's always... Oh, he's doing a backbend. He's okay, bent I see it now. He's always in crazy positions, but that's because this is his fighting style. Oh. Something that Valdo always does in battle is like his stance is he can go totally like rainbow arched back and just sort of spider crawl at you. It's very scary. That's creepy and scary as and hell. To a child, Sounds like General Grievous. Oh yeah, to a child it's extremely alarming. <laughs> Here's yet another one of his outfits from Soul Calibur 2, which is even better because his mask almost looks like he's uh, got like alien from aliens going on there. Oh yeah, I Oh see yeah, it. it's terrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. But Valdo deserves to be talked about more in terms of character design because whoever designed him was just like, okay, we've got... We've got dudes. Yeah. We've got male characters in this game. That's true. What are they wearing? Mitsurugi. He's a he's a samurai warrior-esque character, a ronin, if you will. Right. He's got a normal kind of ronin samurai outfit on. Then you've got, oh God, what was his name? Jesus. <laughs> Siegfried. Siegfried. Oh, okay. Then you've got Siegfried. He's a knight from Germany. What does he wear? Full body armor. Right. And this is, again, based on either Soul Blade or Soul Calibur 2. So don't take any of the new outfits into account. I'm basing these on the old, old costumes. Gotcha. And then we've got uh, Cervantes. He's from Spain. <laughs> what do you think he wears? Like uh, the kind of like the that one kind of like hat. The, yes, a tricorner hat. Tricorner hat. Thank he you. He does wear a tricorner hat. Holy crap, Jared! <laughs> and he's very much designed to just be like ghost pirate. Cervantes is totally designed to be sort of ghost pirate esque. Even though I think in Soul Cal- Soul Blade. Get it right. I know. My (laughs) My, my memories of the two just sort of (laughs) meld together. Then you've got like Sophidia. Not the new Sophidia, old Sophidia. She was from Greece. So she wore like very Athenian Greek armor Mm -hmm. and it was really cute and adorable. And then they were like, but none of these people, not Ivy, we're not including Ivy in this conversation. None of these men specifically are as batshit crazy and slutty as we want them to be. (laughs) So they were like, well, what are we going to do about that? And they slapped every crazy accessory you can possibly think of on Devaldo. They gave him the wildest masks, the craziest spandex fishnet bandage outfits you can imagine. Usually his midriff is always exposed. He's always got like a weird bralette on and you're like, sure, Valdo. Do your thing, man. Yeah. You, you go out you there. You. you go fly that freak flag, buddy. So he's he's also even creepier when you take into account his entire character design because he's always wearing like a mask or a, a straight up gag in his mouth. Oh. So he only ever makes like these kind of grunting, not real sounds, unlike the other characters that have real voice lines and stuff. Right. 
Faldo doesn't have those. He doesn't need them. Faldo's got creepy breathing and grunts and moans. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. So when I was young, I never played Valdo because I was like, that guy's creepy. And I do not want to play him. And I don't understand how his fighting style works. Oh, here's a really good image of the kind of stuff that he does in battle. It's too small, but you can... There we go. That's the kind of moves he does actively. Oh, so he's way too yeah. flexible and moves around he's way too fast. super flexible. He moves around super fast. I don't like it. I don't he's like it. absolutely bonkers, and I wish that more characters looked like this. Make I mean, yeah, more of Voldo. The design of his, of his character is very well done. His character designs are bananas. Oh. Um, you, I think the... BDSM. That's yes. the word I've been looking for very, this whole time. Very much that. He is exceptionally BDSM inspired to a degree that you've probably never seen on another character, maybe except outside of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And Valdo came first. Yeah. <laughs> so he deserves credit where credit is due for being one of the original freaks in fighting games. And I mean that in the best way possible. Oh, this was from one of the later games. He totally did get harlequin outfit see okay so were, i was i was making the connection off you you were you had the spirit yes. you had the spirit of the thing just not the exact right right word but anyways that's valdo he's wild oh look at this awesome Wait, so what's like a, what's like a vaudeville act a vaudeville act i think is like old timey vaude is that like is that gonna be like is it an old timey like no, it's like a type of entertainment popular chiefly in the U.S. in the early 20th century, okay. featuring a mixture of special acts such as burlesque comedy, okay. song and dance. So I still feel like it's... You it, are still it, it's, pretty I'm close. in the right I'm in, the right, in the right vein. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good effort all around. Anyway, so yeah, that's Valdo. Valdo. And would recommend that more video game character designers for men specifically start taking pages out of Valdo's book. He's got some the great up. design. Yeah, he's got some. Well, you could argue that it's not necessarily great design, <laughs> but is it interesting design? Yes, yes. it's eye catching for sure. Eye catching for sure. That's Valdo's middle name. <laughs> well, the next character that I wanted to talk about is taking a, a also uh, a very dark, twisted turn in in terms of if this character. Can I guess who it is? You can try. I oh. seriously doubt you'll guess. Is it from a Star Wars game? No. Shit, that was the only thing I was going to go off. Try of. that guess. Next time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Is it going to be Boba Fett? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Right. I'm not well, so basic as to choose my favorite Star Wars character. Is this a game that you think I can realistically guess? No, I really oh, don't okay. think Okay, never mind. Will. Go ahead. All right. Oregon Trail. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> the cows in that game are fantastic until, of course, a malady strikes your cows <laughs> and they die. Uh, but no, you can actually turn around behind you and grab the dude with the red axe right there. <gasps> That's who I was going to talk about. Yeah, we got props, everybody. Look at this. I wish so, I had props to bring. I love this character, these characters from a Doom Eternal. Oh, I should have guessed that. <laughs> the Marauder. Yeah, is, that uh, makes perfect is sense. Is this character? So, as you can see, imposing as all hell. Yeah, very is, imposing. Because what this character is in the lore of Doom and Doom that was established in Doom Eternal, the Marauders are actually fallen Night Sentinels, who are the follower original followers of the Doom Slayer. So when there's like new, I don't remember all the details exactly. See, I got my little Doom Slayer yeah, up there too. Yeah, this is the Doom Slayer for so, reference. Uh, when these, when the Marauders joined the the demons and everything like that, they basically and would die and all that stuff. They became these corrupted versions of them for themselves. I love that. The Marauders. Thus, why you'll notice 
Again, please hold a Doomslayer here so you can see a little bit here. They have very similar armor sets. Like, in fact, like the big, you know, like chunky shoulders. These are called pauldrons. The pauldrons, yes. Yeah. The like the big beefy boots. Yeah. And everything like that. Oh, and wow, the strong, yeah, their boots they're are like super exactly similar. the same. Like, the same because it's oh based my off God, of the armor Jared, sets. Wow. Yeah. So the Marauder, though, it doesn't have a full complete chest piece and everything is. Well, that's because he wants those abs to be exactly. free. Exactly. Which I mean, look at those that demonic yeah, six pack. He's got some he, stuff if to you've show got off. It, flaunt it. You know what I'm he's saying? He's been hitting the hell gym. <laughs> He's been raising hell and getting fit and doing it. But this is, I just love their design because they're one of the, I think. Can I hold the tiny axe? Oh, yeah. yeah, this, yeah. The, this will please me greatly. Um, they, I think, are one yeah. of the more intimidating additions to the Doom series, especially like, like there were all the other, like the Revenants and stuff like that that would come up that look very, very intimidating and scary. But this guy, this is such a hard fight to fight the Marauders in Doom Eternal that it was just like instantly struck fear when you saw one of them running at you with these massive, you know, horns coming out of their heads and stuff like that. So they've got this huge, uh, like dual bladed axe with a skull handle and everything it looks like it's made from a spine and the blade itself is blood red yeah with like and it's glyphs. asymmetric to a certain extent which asymmetric axes always look sexy no yep. matter what uh, and it almost looks like maybe this is just the way it's designed is it meant to be like flaming lava it is supposed to be like kind of like flaming on fire ah, and stuff I like that yeah like that. so great, he's got this axe which he'll swing at you he'll just run up and swing at you if you get too close he pulls out a super shotgun not <gasps> unlike what the doom slayer <gasps> has and will blast you away with that has like a huge like what i would call like, like a crusader way. kite shield and like that he'll use to defend it but it's like uh almost like a holographic one so like he can like project it and stuff like that and use it to like push you away, swing at you with this. He can call and summon demon fire dogs from hell. Neat. Yeah. So whenever, but these were legitimately the, like the hardest enemy you could fight in doom eternal. But it was also, I just think not only because, you know, in doom, you've got that driving rock soundtrack behind you, pushing you forward to rip and tear. But like when you'd come, these demons would make me pause. And I think it's because like you see him, you see this, this, Terror, terrorizing visage coming at you and you're just like, well, it's time to quit. Better save. <laughs> Better save that game. But I just think for being a take on like what a fallen Doom Slayer looks like and everything, I just think they really knocked it out of the park and nailing it both an intimidating yet showing the, the homage to the original piece. I had no idea that that was the case. I have learned something today and I now much more appreciate the Marauders design. Yeah. That is super cool. It's super I love cool. that. So everyone yeah. likes that, right? <laughs> it's very hard. And, uh, anybody also, who's sorry, played doom eternal with shotgun. me, Oh, it's all right. It falls out of his hands all the time. But yeah, for anybody who's played doom eternal, the can commiserate with me on the Marauders. Yeah, Cause that's they suck excellent. to fight against. I, I want to look more closely at this right, now so that I can kind of compare and contrast. Yeah. But who is your, uh, to top out your list here, who, who you cool. got as your... Well, for starters, my list does not end here. My list goes on Oh, on. that's right. That's yeah, right. I've got more. <laughs> <laughs> I was having such a hard time narrowing this down, so I just kind of kept going. So this is, I definitely want to talk about these. Unfortunately, I don't have much insightful to say. But Sometimes, I, you know, again, you just got to say a, a cool outfit. It's a cool outfit. Because, yeah, it's from a game series that I haven't played yet. But I think it would be totally not okay to omit Bayonetta. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So specifically, and I'm probably not necessarily biased, but just personally, I adore. There are two specific designs that I want to talk about. 
one, her design from Bayonetta 2. Mm -hmm. So her primary outfit, this is the one that actually makes it into... Super Smash Brothers. Nice. Uh, so when she got ported over, you gotta over, love the guns as the yeah, high heels. You gotta love. So everything about Bayonetta screams both high fashion mm -hmm. and batshit crazy accessories that only only an Umber Witch could pull yep. off. So Bayonetta, for anyone who's not aware, she's like she's canonically an Umber Witch, which is like a witch that sort of controls time and space. I think. Don't quote me on that. Haven't played the games. That's what I've gathered from other people. But her... Really? You haven't played a Bayonetta? Mm -mm. Wow. I thought you yeah, had. No. Huh. Learn something I new every day. Have... Did I play the first one? I didn't play it. What I mean is... You picked I'm... it up for a little yeah, bit. I, yeah. It may have been one of those games that I rented. Oh. I don't know. I, I don't remember I, I very well. I could have swore that you played so a Bayonetta. If, if I've played it, it only would have been somebody else's copy. Yeah. Either from a rental or from a friend's house or God knows what else. Anyways, Bayonetta 2's design, there are a lot of things that I love about it. Mainly I love, and this is a, a sticking point of her character, her hair is her weapon. Right. And now in the first game, she has a really different design, but it's still just as high fashion and beautiful. But she has a super high, super long jet black ponytail. Ariana Grande could never. Get wrecked. <laughs> you think your high ponies are high. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. So Bayonetta 2 then took her design in a very different direction by giving her this short, sassy, super cute pixie cut, which I absolutely cannot get enough of. Here's, an, here's a different view where you can kind of, well, you can also see her hair more, but also her beautiful butt. Mm. She, has a yep. she has a gorgeous bootay. So her actual outfit has just so much going on. First of all, she's got the short, super cute pixie hair, and it's all in tones of black and blue. So her guns are this beautiful royal blue color mm -hmm. to match her gun high heels, which are also a mix of green, gold, royal blue, black. There's so many colors going on here and they're all just super in your face jewel tones or gorgeous blacks and blues. The other thing that you will be unable to ignore, she's, I, I'm not really sure how to describe them. They're almost like a capelet because it's not a mm -hmm. cape. It's not a full blown cloak, but around her shoulder slash upper arm area are these gigantic, I don't even really know how to describe them other than hair capes because it's her hair. It's more of her hair and it's just forming these beautiful, almost wings in a certain sense. Yeah. But the way that they move around in game is just absolutely iconic. Everything about Bayonetta is 10 out of 10, but nice. this outfit in particular is I think especially incredible. Followed very closely by my favorite alternate outfit that I have ever seen her wear. This is Bayonetta dress B, I think. And this is one of the, this is really the reason that I've looked into so much of Bayonetta's character design, because even though I haven't played the games, I know that a lot of high fashion and couture is behind a lot of the choices made for not just Bayonetta, but for other characters as well. Yeah. So a lot of her outfits are like super cutting edge, extremely experimental and just haute couture to the extreme. And then she's got this beautiful high fashion outfit that I cannot get enough of. This is unfortunately not a very good view of it. If you watch the cutscenes, it's a lot easier to see, but there's a scene where she's just kind of out and about on the town doing some city girl shopping. You know how women do. Oh, actually this is a good one because this is an animated gif. 
check Perfect. this shit out. Oh. Dress B, baby. Yeah. So there's dress A, which is white and has really big white rosettes on the hips. Mm-hmm. But dress B is where it's at for me specifically because it's so much more, I guess, edgy, yeah. but not in the way that you mean. What, what I mean is edges. It has hard lines. It has mm-hmm. hard edges. There's this super oversized fur stole, I want to say is the word for it, that goes around her shoulders and cuts down into a super deep V with a cute little black bow right in the center. And this is over a super form-fitting silk light pink dress, all accented to, to just, again, the absolute maximum with a gigantic ultra wide brimmed white hat with a matching black bow. She's got some killer white heels on and arm length. You never see the arm length gloves anymore. She's got arm length gloves that are a really hot pink. And it's just to see it in motion is crazy. And to see it in fashion design is awesome. This is just kind of a different view from the from the back of from it. Back, Again, yes. very yes. elegant, very very fashion, just so fashion baby. So hot right uh, now. And I so hot right now that bayonetta <laughs> and I just I can't get enough of it. This is you can kind of see these. Or you kind of can't really. God damn you Google images. Ever since they updated, <laughs> nothing has been properly working. Right, it's all. These are some of the more like fashion boarding ideas that went yep. into this design. And this is the kind of stuff that I live for. Like the rough sketches, the the initial stages of fashion design. That's why I love like getting the art books. Oh yeah. Like this is, this is the kind of thing that you pay good money to get the art book for. So Bayonetta, absolute, incredible. All of the character designs, not just her, but other other people in the game as well. They are amazing. Can't get enough of them. A plus plus. Very plus. nice. Very plus. nice. S so plus. many pluses. So many pluses. Oh my god! Superior <laughs> ranking, in fact. So my final character that I have picked out for a fantastic character design is. Would you like to guess? I still don't think you're going to get it, but I'll let you try. All right. I know it's Star Wars. Yep. It's probably not Darth Vader. No. No. It's probably not Luke. No. You just said it's not Boba Fett. Was that a trick? No. Okay. I'm holding true to that. It's not Boba Fett. Is it a villain or a hero? Villain. Ooh. A Sith? Yes. Biscuits. I do have a figure. I'm about to to go over there and and grab the figure. Oh, so it's one of these? For show and tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, man. I wouldn't be able to know their names anyways. The stupid bright lights are in my <laughs> eyes. I can't even see them that good. Damn, this studio lighting. Um, that illuminates us so brightly. One of the one of the stormtroopers? Oh, no. Shit. All right, I tried my best. All right, I got to grab her. Should I cl- all right, I'm going to close my eyes so I'll be surprised. I can't wait to be so surprised. Is it General Grievous? No, although fantastic character. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. There you go. It is. Boop. Oh. Oh, from uh, Fallen Order. From Jedi Fallen Order, the second sister. The second sister. Oh, if I had really tried, I may have been able to guess that. But I just know that I haven't talked about that game a lot outside of the initial reviews and stuff yeah. like that that we did of it. So I didn't know. But yes, the second sister from Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, she um, is cool. She's very cool. For one, like. The cape, like the cape, is like very is a very cool touch, especially for villains. I know that's the advice given by Edna Node in, in Edna the Incredible Mode. Edna Modes, excuse Come me, in the Incredibles. Man, ruin my own reference. Damn it! Uh, uh, no capes, but no capes. in this case, capes look fantastic and fly as fuck. So, like, 
the design of the Inquisitor, I think, is just super cool, which you started to see in Star Wars in the Star Wars Rebels series. And these are all like apprentices of Darth Vader that he uses to help in his hunting down of the rogue of the Jedi after Order sixty six. So in Jedi Fallen Order, she is the main villain that you are going up against, and you have several encounters with throughout the course of the game. But the one thing, other than like I said, cape is fantastic. The blue, the black suit, I mean, with red trim is fantastic. These red gloves or one red glove, all all excellent highlighting features. Oh, I love wait, the. Let me see that one. Red I love glove. The, I love the oh, red on black. I actually it's a good look. Well, that's how all the Sith are. But I, did I know, not but notice still, it's that, a great look for the Sith. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> notice that one of her hands is predominantly red. Right, that the other is, one's black. It's a fun oh, look. It's a good look. Is that her bitch slapping hand? <laughs> <laughs> is that how she keeps order? <laughs> yep, the fallen order keeps it all with that with that red glove. But the number one thing, and then obviously too, like the Inquisitor lightsaber with her, the like the rotating like oh my god hilts of the handle of it and everything is fantastic. What I love about the the second sister and why she is one of my favorite character designs is because of her helmet. It's so cool how like sharp and defined the lines are. It's kind of like fanned out in the back, but yeah. it's so aerodynamic with that thin red glowing red slit for the for her eyes to for to view and stuff to look out of God. I can't say the right <laughs> word, but like it's just such a sleek and incredible design and just fits her character and how sinister she is. Oh, she's very sinister. Throughout the game. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things is of like the the outfit perfectly. And since you see her with the helmet on for the majority of the time you see her, like it is like what makes her character and everything. And I feel like it just, they just perfectly captured her essence through her outfit. So like. if she had a sitcom and it was her and maybe some of her other sisters, sure. do you think that that sitcom might be called Sinister? Sinister? Get it <laughs> like sister, sister. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've got I ideas. <laughs> Contact me, Lucas Hearts. <laughs> but yeah, so the second sister, I mean, the ninth sister that you also fight in the game is also a great design there. Uh, but like, uh, and also like the exact opposite of the second sister because the ninth sister is like, I, I'm not sure of her rate of her alien species, but is vi- like the exact opposite. Big, you know, and like oh. hulking, very similar. Her uh, alien race is very similar to, like, could be described as like Hulk esque oh, okay. from Marvel. So, like, about that same size and stuff. So, you know, incredible character design all the way around. But just not, uh, the second sister has always been one of my favorites from the game. I gotta say, as soon as I saw there was gonna be a figure yeah. of her, I was like, I have to snatch it up. I gotta say, as far as, and I mean this for all characters, sure. Jedi and Sith alike, as far as lightsaber designs go, I think hers might be the coolest. It's pretty sweet, right? So for those of you that don't have a visual, either you're not watching the episode or whatever, her lightsaber, imagine just a large circle that's hollowed out in the middle, a disc, a big, large the disc. The London Underground sign, if you will. Yes, the sign for the London Underground, and then just a gigantic, long, vertical slash leading all the way through the middle, out of which her red lightsaber blades, question mark? But then she can spin extend? the, spin then, the yeah. outer ring so it forms like the helicopter. Oh, it's such so a cool, cool. Such a cool lightsaber. I like this because it is, it's sleek, it's elegant, right? and in its elegance, it's somehow more sinister. That's in- why I, I like... Sam always gives me a lot of crap because I like villains a lot. Like Boba Fett is one of my favorite characters and all that stuff. But it's because I feel like usually it's their, their costume. Their designs are Their designs more are usually fun. always more fun. Yes. Yes. They're always more fun. Yes. Thank you. You can. Okay, Sam. 
<laughs> You've got now, words to say. Now I've got beef with Sam because I completely agree. Like if you asked me, okay, are you going to align with the Sith or with the Jedi? I would say the, the Sith the hands down because they're Sith. And you're going to base that decision on who you, whose outfits do you want right? to wear? The Sith. What? Of course you're going to join them. Their outfits are rad. Right? I don't want to look like a scrubby, dirty jungle dweller. I want to look like this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look cool as hell. And they do look cool they as look hell. They look cool as shit. So, yeah. so that's why awesome. the oh, uh, oh, second no. sister. And yeah, this is fun to actually have props in yeah. an episode, you know? God, I don't have any props. I'm such a loser. <laughs> Buy more figures. Come if on. If only I had. Well, there we go. I did it. Don't touch her. Don't. Gonna fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's too stable. This is like that. Uh, the the meme of "Tell me you're a smoker without telling me you're a smoker." (laughs) (laughs) I don't smoke, but this would be the example. If I, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that, I think, tops out my list. Do you have any more that you were wanting to mention? I have. I kind of had two more that I wanted to talk about, but I think I'm actually just. Oh, I did. I did. There we go. Okay. I think I'm just going to talk about one after all because we went longer than I thought we were going to. We had more to say on these characters than just they look cool. absolutely has to be the number one waifu of my laifu, if you can remember... From one of the games that I haven't talked about in a while, but I always God. talk about it. So easy to remember. Okay. Best either, game of uh, all time. Okay, so Legend of Dragoon. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Rose? Yes, it's Rose. Man, yeah. good job. Oh, my God. I got confused because I couldn't remember. Is there a character named Rose also in Child of Light? Rose. Because that's where I thought you were talking about it first and then I couldn't, and I wanted to say Rose, but I couldn't remember if that was from child of light or not. No. Neither here nor there, but still that was, but got me confused in my in head. In child of light, the main character does have a sister that I've talked about before. Maybe that's what I'm thinking Noctis. of. Oh, nope. Not at all. I I'm don't think of. her name was Is Rose. her name Nora in <gasps> Nora. No, okay. It's Nora. So why did I think right. it was Nora? I mean, for, think it was Rose. I don't know. I don't why. know. Anyway, still guessed it right. So I'm you giving myself a pat right. on the back for that one. Coo- but, uh, still. Kudos. So everything about Rose, just she's almost, I would almost describe her design as vaguely Sith-like, ah. but not quite. Because when you look at her character design, oh, okay. she's a very intimidating character. So in terms of kind of the, the women of JRPGs, they tend to fall into some pretty specific archetypes, mainly that they are usually the waifish healer type. Mm-hmm. So they're usually very soft, very dainty. You don't really get the... Ashana from The Legend of Dragoon would be a great example of this. Alternatively, you have your characters like Maru, who are still very waifish and dainty, but they're more like vibrant, dancer, peppy types, and their outfits right, are super right. scandalous, but it's part of the character design, so shrug it off, I guess. <laughs> but Rose is very different. Not even different, it's just that she has such an iconic look. Similar to uh, the... the Doom Slayers, the okay. Marauder and the Doom Slayer. She has big pronounced pauldrons on her shoulders. Uh, in her case, they might actually just be big old 80s shoulder pads. It's kind of hard to tell. That lead into fully encompassing gloves and arms. So you can't see any of her arms like from, from toe to toe. She's totally decked out. She has just one boot that goes all the way up over her thigh and almost meets at the hip. The other boot is like a mid calf. Mm -hmm. So she's got asymmetrical boots. She's got these incredible pauldrons, these awesome, like 
I, I, it's not a headband, but they're almost like these clips above her ears. I was about to say, she kind of looked, had a very, like almost a night elf look. Yes, she's kind of like, an, that's a really good comparison. Imagine a night elf or like a dark elf and then apply that to this character and you're dead on because she's got these pointed, almost elf ear-like extensions, but they're actually not her ears. They're mm-hmm. just sort of an accessory. It's not even like a helmet even. No, I actually think... I think they do extend to connect with, you can kind of, it's hard to see here. She has a very chunky headband. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- okay, so yeah. yeah, it looks like it, like the hair covers over the front yeah, of it. it does, so yeah, exactly. I think it's so just her, part of that her headband. Her bangs kind of cover that so you can't really see it, but she's basically got this tiara-esque headband that extends into these huge wing-like extensions above her ears. Mm-hmm. Very cool. She's got jet black long hair, not as long as Bayonetta's. Do I have a type? <laughs> uh, yeah, all of your characters have had very long black hair. Very long black hair. You're into they have. <laughs> the Ronnie Bayonetta and Rose. Huh. What does this say about me? <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. But so the point is her entire color scheme is meant to be very dark and intimidating because the outfit itself, it's totally it's very um, uniform mm-hmm. in that everything is a very dark purple with gold accents, including her sword. Even her sword is purple with dark accents, with pur- purple with gold accents. So her normal plain clothes design is awesome enough. But the other design that I want to talk about, which sort of extends to the game as a whole, is her dragoon armor. This is something that we never really, we never get to talk about enough. Check out her fucking cool ass dragoon armor. That is badass as hell. It's badass as hell. That's so cool. Those wings add like such a cool the, added effect. The wings in particular are sort of a, a a staple of the Legend of Dragoon series. The wings are what make this game visually memorable. And this applies to all of the dragoons in different senses. Mm-hmm. So the dragoons are basically people who have a, dra- a a stone that came from a dragon, basically a dragon's soul okay. that they use to transform into a drag into a dragoon. So they're kind of like dragon-ish people, but it's really just the armor. So switch over to her armor in her dragon dragoon form it's like a, in terms of texture imagine the textures of hr giger it's the, okay. it's hyper texturized there's so much going on there's ridges and spikes and little embossments everywhere mm-hmm. It sticks with her color scheme of very, very dark purple, bordering on black, but she now has these vibrant blood red accents. It almost looks like uh, like a lava armor. Yeah, yeah, it really does. In her case specifically, I think because of the color scheme, the others aren't quite as this... Um, yeah, I mean, just for her. Yeah, 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 just for her. It's very much like a... a, a hardened magma with mm-hmm. just bits of lava peeking through it so she's got like a blood red jewel on her chest the shoulders are now blood red leading into the accents of blood red on the tops of her wings that then extend out into these iridescent that's the word for it these iridescent almost glass-like massive extensions mm-hmm. so imagine bat wings yep. but more like you know how bat wings kind of do the the triad they've yeah. got like a triple imagine that but way more of them yeah way like more like just like long sharp yeah, tendrils got too long sharp tendrils bone supports and the webbing in between them is just this iridescent vibrant neon green it's very cool in the game it's very glowy and iridescent as well so it's just bonkers awesome i cannot tell you enough how much the uh I actually want to show you one more. Let's do Maru. 
So Maru is another character that I love very dearly. And her dragoon outfit is equally awesome, but you get a better sense of kind of what the other dragoons are like. Sure. Oh, you can barely see this. The quality is so bad. And it's a PS1 game. Yeah, it's a PS1 <laughs> game. But for her, you can see that she's got oh, like okay. a super Way. fun, oversized hammer. Yep. She's got like an icy blue armor that's still very metallic, still leads into the iridescent but it's like the green wings. other end of the spectrum. It's the other end of the spectrum. From Rose's Exactly. Yeah. So she's very different, but still just as cool. Very cool. And then just one more, because I All can't right. yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with them. it. Let's look at Hashel's armor. Hashel. Hashel or Hashel. Hashel carrying a satchel. I've heard people say Hashel. I don't agree with that pronunciation at all. Hashel is a cool, old, grizzled martial artist, and he has the Thunder Dragoon. Ooh. So he's like light purple. That sounds cool. So that's his armor. That's cool. It's fucking awesome. It's <laughs> so cool. That God, is really cool. So in his case, his armor is like a lightish purple slash pink. Yeah, it's almost pink. Yeah, it's almost pink. And so his uh, wings on his Dragoon armor then are like an iridescent yellow orange orange gold mm -hmm. it's just the best all of the designs in legend of dragoon are incredible specifically the dragoon armor i cannot get enough of it i've never seen any game do anything quite like it ever since uh and you i know I what you should would. look you should look up i know it's not quite the same because it's not as much high like high fantasy as legend of dragoon oh, is high fantasy well you know what it, it's kind of close but still you should check out the uh the character design for the valkyries from the from god of war Ooh, the 2018 yes okay. you should check those out because that. very similar like winged different more feathered wings yeah not not like dragon wings but still very like the same kind of like very very intricate armor designs Based off of like incredible wings that yeah. go along with it. It's very cool. You should check those out. So now that I've been thinking about it, did I maybe talk about Samus the first time we did this episode? That's, I would. That sounds like something I would have done. Yeah. I'm trying to decide because obviously it's like, you know, I don't want to talk about Master Chief or like the, the very iconic people like that because that's who everybody talks about. So I tried to like be a little bit, but I, and everything. So that's why I didn't like do it this time. But no, I don't remember who I talked about other than Aiden Pierce. I gotta go back and one fifty nine. One fifty nine. All right, yeah. I'll go back. We gotta and go back and, and check it out, and maybe we can like list our our picks from that one in, yeah. in the Discord or something as a refresher. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think that rounds out our list for Volume Two now volume of two. our favorite character designs. We would love to hear from you all listening if you what some of your favorite character designs are as well. So you know, uh, comment below in the video. Send us an email teamchatpodcast at gmail .com. Comment. Wherever you're watching or listening to the video, hit us up on our Discord. All that great stuff is where you can get in contact with us because we would love to hear from you. But that pretty much wraps up this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Come back next week for another great, exciting uh, episode on another gaming topic. But until then, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Adios. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>